0: Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real-life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. I'm excited to be here with you again today talking about the very important discipline of prayer. On this podcast, we've talked about why prayer is important. Um, A few episodes ago, we talked about the eight different types of prayer. We've talked about how to pray. But today I want to get a little bit more specific. And I want to talk about how to pray for your enemies. Now, I didn't just make this up. As we read in Matthew 5, verse 44, Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We have discussed the powerful discipline of prayer. We've discussed how we can transform lives and how beautiful it is in connecting us to the God of the universe. So I think that it can be challenging sometimes To connect this beautiful discipline of prayer with our enemies and the idea that we would pray for them. But I want to point out that while Jesus was on the cross, while he was dying for our sins, in Luke 23, verse 34, he prayed for his enemies, he prayed for those who cursed him, for those who abused him. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So as the scriptures call us to pray for our enemies, God is not asking us to do something that he has not done. God's not asking us to do something that he has not set an example on how to do through the life of Christ. So today we're going to talk about What things we need to keep in mind when it comes to praying for our enemies and how we can actually get to a point where we pray for them sincerely. I do want to make some clarifications before we get deeper into this episode, and that is what praying for your enemies does not mean. Three things here. First, praying for your enemies does not mean that you don't have healthy boundaries, The call to pray for your enemies does not mean that you just let anybody into your life and treat you any kind of way and be a doormat and just continually be abused. That's not what it means to pray for your enemies. That is not being a good steward over the life that God has given you. Two, praying for your enemies does not mean ignoring your hurt feelings. It does not mean that you overlook the real abuse and struggle and shortcomings that have been caused in your life because of someone else. God tells us that we are to cast our cares on him because he knows that we have feelings and emotions and we struggle with negative feelings sometimes and he wants us to process them so that we can be healed through him. So praying for our enemies does not mean that we don't pray for ourselves. It doesn't mean that we ignore ourselves. It doesn't mean that we stuff down the emotional pain that we've endured and act like it doesn't happen. And third and finally, praying for your enemies does not mean that you obsess over those who hurt you. It doesn't mean that you have to constantly always every second of every day be praying for them and thinking about them. Um, That would not be Healthy. The thing about prayer is that as we pray, we're releasing it to God and then we leave it there. I had a friend who was struggling with forgiveness and she came to me and this is why we were in college and she said, Christina, well, how how long do I need to be praying for my enemy? Because I really don't want to be thinking about them. And I was like, I completely understand that. And that's the beautiful thing about prayer is that it's a release. So when you pray for something, you don't have to constantly be praying for it over and over and over again. You can trust that you've given it to God. You give that enemy to God and you leave them there. So those are just some key things that I wanted to point out when it comes to praying for our enemies. Now, how do we get to a point where we can pray for our enemies. What does that even look like? Well, first, one thing that's going to be really important is to forgive our enemies. In the second episode of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, we talk about how to pray. And we base this episode on the Lord's prayer found in Matthew 6. In verse 12, Jesus asked God to Forgive us, he's telling us, ask God for forgiveness of our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. He expounds upon that in verses 14 and 15 where Jesus says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I think forgiveness is a really important place to start because what forgiveness does is it releases us of any negative bitterness or resentment that can harden our hearts. And we have to remember that forgiveness isn't for our enemy, really. It's for us. It's so that our hearts can be soft enough for God to come in and, and move and do the miraculous heart work that only he can do when we are hurt and when we need healing. But it's important to note that there is a connection here that the scriptures outlined between our forgiving others and God forgiving us. Ephesians 4:32 says, "Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you." Colossians 3:13 says, Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must... Forgive. God is intentional to make this connection between our forgiving others and our remembering that we have already been forgiven by Him to help us to actually forgive others. Because who are we not to give something to someone that God has graciously over and over again given to us? He's led by example. I'm forgiving you. Now follow His example and Forgive others. And I think the key thing about this is when we get to that point where we can forgive others and we're reminded that we need forgiveness, it strips us of pride. It really humbles us and reminds us that, hey, you know, we're not perfect either. That we've hurt people too. That we've messed up too. That we've made mistakes too. That we need forgiveness as well. We've all fallen short. And God gives His forgiveness to others. And as we walk out lives to be more like Christ, we're called to forgive like He has. The next thing we need to remember when it comes to praying for our enemies is really knowing who our real enemy is in the first place. Now, when I said we're praying for our enemies today in the verses I gave you, Matthew 5 verse 44, Jesus is talking about those who hurt us. Jesus is talking about those who curse us. Jesus is talking about the people in this world that cause us harm. But we have to realize that our true enemy is not flesh and blood. It's not a person on this earth. Ephesians 6, 12 tells us, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. There is a real spiritual battle that is going on between light and darkness, between God and the enemy that is real in this life. Now we may not physically see it, but we need to understand the spiritual implications of what that means. Because many times the people that we think are our enemies are really only being used by our true enemy. And then there's this plan, you know, the Bible tells us that God, that the enemy has schemes against us to keep us to have unforgiving hearts, to keep us in bitterness, to keep us in self-pity so that we don't really walk out out the calling that God has for our lives so that we stay stuck and we don't really walk in the purpose that God has for us and that there's this real battle that's going on in the unseen world. And I think that when we pray for our enemies, we need to keep that in mind. We need to keep that in mind about who our true enemy is. And just like we're battling him, our enemies are battling the same real enemy, the devil that we too are fighting and the enemy a lot of times likes to use division to cause us not to see God's victory in our lives. As you saw the title of today's podcast, maybe you thought of a coworker. Maybe you thought of your spouse. Maybe you thought of a neighbor who constantly gets on your nerves and you're like, I need to pray for my enemy. And in the context of today's verse, an enemy is someone that has hurt you, that has caused you pain. But there is a true, real enemy that we must not forget is real. We must not get distracted by our grievances caused by people that we forget that there's a real spiritual battle going on and we need to put on our spiritual armor so that we can fight the true enemy that is against us. Next, we need to release our grievance and offense to God if we want to pray for our enemies. I think a lot of times... We want to hold on to unforgiveness because we feel like it's somehow hurting the other person. We want to hurt them back, right? Because in our minds, we feel like that's what true justice is. But Romans 12, 19 says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. When we pray for our enemies, we're releasing them to God. We're saying, God, I trust that you can take care of this matter. Now, sometimes we don't understand that because when we're hurt, we immediately want to see our enemies hurt. What they did to us, we want to see happen to them. And we feel like that is the ultimate judgment. And really, there's a trust issue here. Do I really trust God to not only heal me, but to bring justice in this situation? And the Bible is telling us that is what we should do. We need to be trusting God. Proverbs 20, 22 says, do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord and he will deliver you. Many times we want to deliver ourselves. We want to bring about our own justice. We want to control the matter. And what that does is prevent us from truly surrendering to God as he calls us to do. As we release our grievances to God, as we release the offense that we have to God by trusting that he can handle it, we also have to cast our cares on him. We also have to pour out our hearts and say, God, this hurt me in this way. Lord, I felt so abandoned. I felt so alone. I felt rejected. By this person, and it hurt me because XYZ. Pour out those cares to God, leave them at His altar, let Him heal your heart by being honest that you felt that hurt in the first place. I think about Joseph in the Bible, whose brothers abandoned him in a pit, and he was picked up and sold into Egyptian slavery. He was a prisoner, and eventually. Through the hand of God, Joseph rose up to become second in command of Egypt. His brothers came to him one day because there was a drought in the land and they didn't recognize him. And four times throughout their reconciliation, Joseph wept. He wept bitterly that there was this sorrow that overtook him as he processed the rejection of, from his brothers and all the hurt and pain that. Because of that, years of that, eventually Joseph forgives them and shares with them that what they meant for bad, God meant for good. But there was this season of processing. There was this season of mourning. There was this season of grievance that he had to go through. And that we will have to go through as well. So I want to share that praying for your enemies isn't ignoring the hurt that you're feeling. If you want to truly be able to sincerely pray for your enemies, you're going to need to be able to cast your cares on the Lord, pour your heart out to him, weep, grieve with him, allow him to heal your heart so that you can truly get to a place where you can sincerely pray for those who've hurt you. So now I want to share, what should you pray when it's time to pray for your enemies? Well, first, you want to pray for the power to forgive. I shared with you that there's that connection between our forgiveness of our enemies and God's forgiveness of us. And a lot of times we'll feel like it just feels impossible because we're so hurt. But the Bible tells us what's impossible for man, what's impossible for you and me, is not impossible with God. And so as we pray and invite God into our hearts... He empowers us to forgive things that we thought would be unforgivable. Next, we want to pray for God's forgiveness in our enemies' lives. Because that's exactly what Jesus did. We have to keep in mind that you've probably heard this saying, hurt people hurt people. That someone who hurt you is probably coming from a hurt, wounded, broken area of their own. And they need God's grace and forgiveness just as much as we do. And last, we want to pray for our enemies sincerely. And what I mean by that is if you were them, what would you want someone to pray for you? Would you want deliverance from whatever evil pattern or brokenness or heartache that they're experiencing that would cause them to hurt someone else? I think that you would. And so that's what we want to pray for our enemies. Romans 12, 21 says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Listen, we're not to repay evil. That's not our job. That's God's job. But we are called to overcome evil with good. And we can do that as we pray for our enemies through the power of God. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insight and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you'll share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at belovedwomen.org and check out the show notes to download my free five-day prayer guide. Thank you so much for taking Time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a review in your podcast app? It really does help more people like you find the podcast. To hear more from Christina Patterson, be sure to check out her fantastic site, BelovedWomen.org. A special thanks to Kelly Gibbons, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at LifeAudio.com.